Hello and welcome to another podcast here with Wahido Morata. And basically today in my coaching practice, we were speaking about limiting belief systems and uh, what they are and uh, what basically they represent in our lives that sometimes is so strong that they are actually preventing us from thriving. They are preventing us from reaching out to our fullest potential and uh, they basically many times act as this kind of um, unconscious behaviors that we cannot recognize in the moment and uh, you know in a coaching session for instance is easier because we have someone that really wants us to thrive really wants to help us and really wants us to have a broader view about what is happening in our lives in that moment that is bringing out that belief system that we don't know about or even might not be aware about. And so there's many, many things that uh, block us throughout our lives. And especially if you are trying to reach goals or, uh, you know, thrive on anything, can be something related to your health, can be something related to your relationships, can be something related to how you deal with money or something that has to do with your career. And, um, you know, some of you that work with me know that my uh, specialties in coaching are relationships, career transition, and also uh, health, well-being, and fitness, and so um, also nutrition. And so um, there's many, many things that um, come up in our minds that confront us, that challenge us, and uh, sometimes to a degree that create a sense of being stuck, not able to move uh, forward. And many times these situations are actually totally unconscious that come from our childhood. And, uh, you know, either through therapy or either through life coaching, um, it is possible to find out uh, perhaps not the cause of why things happen as they were, but uh, what, what happened, you know, to bring consciousness and perhaps bring that moment in time where the belief system started forming itself in our minds, in our thoughts, in our subconscious. And uh, why, you know, perhaps not in a therapeutic way, but some, somehow just to find out why it started so that you can be self-aware of what is happening, so that you can bring awareness to the belief system. You know, one of the things that I share, for instance, in my goal setting course, um, is that um, you know there is many, many ways to deal with not only belief systems but behavior behaviors, and uh, you know I would put I would put in the same category behaviors and belief systems, although um, one perhaps triggers the other, meaning that sometimes you have a belief system that creates a behavior, and sometimes it's the opposite: the behavior creates a belief system. Uh, if that makes sense to you. And so the thing is how you deal with behaviors, how you deal with belief systems, and what are you know some tips and tools that you can use in your practical life in order to uh, overcome them. Well, the first one and number one is to actually ask you why you have that belief system or that behavior. And uh, like I said, you know, it's easier when you go a little bit deep inside your thoughts, inside your mind, and perhaps spending a moment by yourself 
trying to scramble through the subconscious mind and trying to find out where in time that behavior or that belief system started happening. And perhaps it's something from your childhood. Um, like, for instance, um, you are afraid to show yourself. But why are you afraid to show yourself? Is there anything that has created that pattern, has created that belief system? Oh, you know, I cannot show myself. So there is a fear related to it. So when there is a belief system, there is a fear usually connected to it. And uh, if you ask yourself um, que these questions that I'm going to offer you right now, you might be uh, creating more awareness to find out if there is a belief system that is connected to a fear or not. For instance, uh, let's, let's break it down into categories. In terms of your health, it is very common that people have certain belief systems towards their health or towards the way that they approach health and the, towards the way that they cannot improve their health because of certain belief systems. For instance, uh, one of them very, very common is I don't have time. And it is amazing. And sometimes I find it so interesting and so uh, fascinating how people can say things that you, you can see in their eyes that they, they don't really mean it. And one of them is I don't have time. The fact is that, you know, if you make things as a priority, if you, if you create that sense and that feeling that no matter what's going to happen in that day, no matter what's happening in your life, there is a priority that you need to focus on. And if you make that the priority, then there is no excuses. And many times belief systems sound a bit like excuses. So if you say, I don't have time, what, what do you mean you don't have time? Well, we all have the same kind of time throughout the, the years, throughout humanity. We created this schedule in our lives that when the sun is up, we work, we do our chores, we eat and we create uh, uh, something that we want to do so that we, we can generate food and generate uh, in this in the current times money so that we can uh, put table on the <laughs> put food on the table sorry um, and um, and imagine if there is a priority in your life to to create time to you know work out and to take care of your health of course you will and it's obvious that if there is something wrong with your health everything stops and you put time in your health. So this is where, and I speak also about this on my goal setting course, when you create this sense of urgency in your life, where the motivation is the drive that gets you to create this motivation for you to do anything that you want to do in your life, when the should becomes a must, when the could becomes, yes, I'm going to do this now, then there's nothing that stops you. Then you can actually create consciously your schedule so that you can fit everything, so that your time is the same, but spent specifically in different things. And guess what? When you do this, there's something else that happens, which is you get more, much more focused. 
because you know, you know, it's a bit like discipline, but I, I take it more as being focused and, and you're not focused on something that is hard for you or that you don't want to do. No, this is something that you choose to do. This is something that you, you take time consciously to do. It's not like it's something that someone is forcing you. When you get to that point where it becomes urgent for you to do something, when it's a priority number one, you don't even think about it. You just do it. So this is something that can break down all belief systems and all uh, behaviors, which addictions can be included. When there is this kind of urgency, when, when there is this amount of pain that relates to whatever behavior or belief system you are putting in your life that is so painful that you really want to change, then there is nothing that can stop you. And this goes for goals, this goes for addictions, this goes for behaviors, this goes for belief systems. But first, of course, you need to become aware of it. And you need to become aware of the energy that they create in your life either the addictions or the behaviors or the belief systems. And once you become aware, then you have self-awareness. And that's a giant step. You know, it's like the alcoholic going to the AAA and saying, you know, I recognize that I have a problem. You know, that's the first step. And perhaps one of the biggest steps, you know, it's to take the first step. Another very common um, belief system that people have is that it's too expensive and again it has to do with priorities you know either you have no sense and of course if you have no sense then everything is too expensive but if you have an income it's about how you spend your money it's about how you allocate your money if it becomes a priority then there is no belief system that can beat it but if there is no priority and if it's something that you can wait then there is clarity and then you say okay this is actually not too expensive and I'm just making this up in my mind so that I can justify or create an excuse in order not to do whatever is being asked for me to do because usually if it's something that you want to do you don't come up with belief systems or limiting belief systems such as it's too expensive or perhaps you do perhaps it's, it's really a belief system that you have created in your mind that everything is too expensive but if you start counting the cents when you went for pizza or when you went to the movies or when you bought that treat unnecessarily or when you uh, bought that pack of cigarettes or you know did whatever and if you start counting the cents it's very interesting how much you actually spent that you didn't need to spend and you spent from a space of an emotional outburst or because you were feeling low in mood or because you you wanted to pamper yourself and you wanted to create some of that uh, lovely hormone called dopamine in your brain that gives you a sense of reward think about it it's very very interesting another thing is that people usually say is I don't have the willpower and it is so important and it comes also from a sense of self-confidence that when you see that there is a belief system such as I don't have the willpower, that means a lot about the way that you think about yourself and the way that you have self-confidence, self-awareness and 
how you actually see yourself as a human being capable to do things. So it is important to have that muscle to exercise, have that uh, adrenaline in your brain that picks up that willpower to actually achieve what you want to achieve. And again, we are speaking about health. So in this case is to actually set yourself the challenge and, uh, you know, struggle or, um, how do you say, um, challenge the belief system. Again, only with awareness. If you say to yourself, I don't have the willpower, what is the, the only way to actually break that belief system? Is to say, well, maybe this is something that I believed in the past, but now I'm going to put it to the challenge. And I'm going to check, do I have the willpower or not? And, uh, you know, if you speak about relationships, for instance, which it's where you have most intimate, intimate connections, and uh, where there is a lot of desire and vulnerability, for instance, uh, it's where you, were, you are at the, the place that you can expose yourself most. And of course, that brings up two sides. One is that you become more vulnerable, but the other is that you become more self-aware because you have a complete reaction from the other person, either in the moment or later on. But there is a communication, there is an openness, there is a relationship, either with a friend or with family or with your partner. But let's say that we are speaking about being with a partner. And uh, one of the belief systems when people especially are with partners or seeking for a partner is that I don't deserve love. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a very, very deep sort of uh, relationship between perhaps you and your parents. And um, of course, everyone deserves love. But either you have the belief system that you are not good enough to deserve love because of you were naughty at school or because of you didn't do your homework or you didn't do the right thing. Again, this has to do many times with either a traumatic experience in your childhood or perhaps a traumatic experience or not even traumatic, but an experience that was sort of negative or, or, or uh, seen as negative by yourself. This is only by yourself. It has nothing to do with anyone else and created the feeling that you don't deserve love either because you feel ashamed about something that you did or feel ashamed about your body or feel ashamed about um, something that people think about you and that gives a sense that you are not good enough this is also another one which is so so powerful i'm not good enough all the good ones already have it but i don't have it because i'm not good enough Think about it, it's so, so strong. And why wouldn't you be good enough? Everyone is built in the same way. Everyone has the same number of cells, so sort of speaking. Everyone has a brain, everyone has a heart, everyone has an upbringing. You know, this is sometimes basic psychology, but it's true. We all have the same possibilities in life. And it is up to us, believe it or not, wanting to accept it or not, it is up to us from one point on in our lives to choose, to make a decision. Am I going to dwell in the past 
If I'm going to continue feeling thoughts, feelings, and focusing on the negative that happened in the past, or I'm going to just accept it and move on. It's a very interesting uh, thing that everyone needs to think about from one point in life or even in certain periods of our life where a, a certain recurrent thought comes up and makes us think about this. And that decision needs to come from that gut feeling that, yes, I am ready to move on and I will move on. This is why many times breaking up with someone is so difficult or uh, having issues with family, especially parents, are so difficult to heal. But it needs to come from a decision space. And usually the decision is from a space of consciousness, a space of more awareness. Another very big one in terms of relationships is I am scared of rejection. And this is actually something that is very, very interesting because it is a very, very specific perception of what rejection is. The thing is, and the truth is that rejection is often just a meaning you make up. So many times what you see as rejection is actually something that will free you. Listen to this, for instance, what the other person first, first of all, rejected you? Or were they just not available? Maybe they, there is something going on that you didn't know about. The key is to find empowering meaning each time you feel rejected and that it pro propels you forward as opposed to holding you back. And this is very important because you never know the, the situation with the other person. So, for instance, a rejection might be just that you were too good for the other person and uh, that is uh, coined as a re rejection but it's actually freeing you and perhaps you were looking for the person in the wrong time in the wrong moment in time and you were seeing things in the other person that were actually not the reality of what the person was telling you or or showing you or your perception about the other person i mean i'm not i don't want to go into a, a lot uh, and, and it's not my expertise anyhow but you know just to give you a, a examples of what um, are the, the belief systems again or the behaviors that uh, belief systems create and uh, you know what they relate to the certain categories that I'm focusing here and for instance another one is about career there is so much around career that holds us back and that doesn't let us open our wings and just fly towards our dream career. And one of them, for instance, is I don't have it that makes to succeed. So many times people believe that they don't have the right degree, they don't have the, the correct upbringing, they didn't go to school, they didn't even finish high school, and so they are not qualified to do anything and they don't take their career in their own hands. They don't basically uh, are able to say, look, I don't care about uh, any degrees. I, it doesn't matter for me what kind of education I get. What matters is what I can execute. 
What matters is the drive that I have in order to do what I need to do. Of course, I'm not speaking about um, uh, you know, qualified jobs that you actually need a diploma for, but I'm speaking about normal jobs and the opportunities that come up for you that you don't take because you believe that you're actually not qualified to do those jobs. Another very common uh, belief system that people have is, I could never do that. Uh, there is so much happening inside of us regarding to the fear of holding us back from success. The truth is there is not much to say about failure. And as a result, failure is not something that actually exists except in our minds. Uh, coaches all over the world, motivational speakers, keynote speakers, they all say the same. And many, many writers, authors, uh, whatever failure means for you is what you give meaning to it. And many, many people say, like Steve Jobs and you know all the, the big uh, people in the world, that um, failures many times bring lessons which are vital for you to move forward. Watts, for instance, the one that invented the light bulb. Uh, apparently, history says that he tried the light bulb 600 times. He made 600 prototypes of light bulb. And on the 600th first trial, he actually made the light bulb uh, light. And so, if it wasn't for those 600 failures, he wouldn't have done the 601. And all the work that he would have developed would have basically totally gone down the drain. So, you know, you not only need persistence, you need focus, but you need to deal with the fear of failure. And uh, actually, I have very, very good tips that you can take from my coaching course, my, uh, sorry, my goal setting course. Um, and I focus on several tips that you can use in your daily life in order to deal with the, fa the fear of failure. One thing that I can give you uh, from, from that course uh, related to the fear of failure is to always think or consider the worst case scenario so that you are prepared to look at all the aspects of the outcome of your actions and find out which one is the case, worst case scenario. And then with the clarity and self-awareness of what that means, you are prepared. You are prepared for any situation, even if it's the worst case scenario. And without um, you know, being afraid of the worst case scenario, because now you have the tools in order to know how to prepare yourself for the worst case scenario, you're not stressed and you're not anxious about what can happen with failure. Because it's based on fear. Failure is based on fear. Another tip is to always have a plan B. So again, it's like a step-by-step -step process. If you consider the worst case scenario, imagine, worst case scenario, usually, either you lose a lot of money and you don't reach your goals. Um, and even if that happens, if you have a plan B, you will always be able to go forward and to move your energy into a different direction. So, you know, these are two tips that you can uh, have for yourself, for your business, for your coaching practice, for uh, your relationships, that, you know, you always have a plan B. 
And uh, another thing that people say about money, for instance, is I'm just not good enough with money and I cannot manage money. And so if this is the case, for instance, which is, uh, you know, something that is normal, uh, it's good to have uh, some uh, simple steps to financial freedom or simple steps that you can take in order to be able to manage your money better. And I cannot go a lot into this because uh, it's not what um, is, is part of uh, this, uh, this podcast. Uh, another one that relates to money is I'll never make enough money. And uh, again, this has to do with a very, very deep belief system that first of all, you don't have enough. And second of all, that you're not managing your money good enough, which means that you cannot allocate your money to all the steps that you need to give or all the bills that you have or all the expenditures that you want to uh, uh, um, cover. And, um, you know, I, I could go on and on and on about different belief systems and how to address them. But, uh, you know, I give very, very concrete tips on how to deal with these, uh, especially behaviors and belief systems on my uh, goal setting course, which I highly recommend you to have a look. And uh, if you have any questions again, let me know. I would love to reply to them. And uh, if you don't have any questions and have any suggestions or have any tips, Maybe I didn't say the right things or I forget, forgot to say something and, um, you know, or, or my English is not good enough. Uh, please let me know. And I really, really uh, invite you to let me know about your feedback. It's really, really important for me and it's how I can improve and how I can address um, the situations and what I say in a, in a better way. So thank you very much. My name is Wahilo Murata, wahilo.com. You can freely book your session. Uh, uh, book a free session with me so that we can start working together and go through many of the, your belief systems or not and um, reach out in any case whenever you need thank you very much for listening to this podcast bye bye